Happy Sunday. What a beautiful day, right? I remember last year in October was very cold. And now, look at this. And this week is going to be, weather was going to be awesome, really good, uh, gorgeous. Um, welcome to the fifth week of our Hamilton series, Following Jesus. Four weeks ago, I remember, four weeks ago, the main point was follow Jesus. And I give you some examples how to follow Jesus. Uh, three weeks ago, the main point was we are called to a higher love. And Deacon George was talking about that. Two weeks ago, the main point was learning from Jesus produces fruit. And I remember that I gave you quotations from the Bible how to produce uh, fruit, right, in Jesus Christ with him. Last week, the main point was pray to God and worship God. And Deacon George, in his homily, told us that prayer and worship are where our relationship with God is developed and in strength. It's in that place, right, when we develop any strength. It's directly connected with the greatest commandment, love of God. And today, today the main point is we are called by name. We are called by name to evangelize, to spread the word of God, the good news, right? Everyone is meant for a relationship with God. The church and every follower of Jesus are called to invite others into that. That's our mission. This is the Great Commission, the invite aspect of following Jesus. It's our assigned mission. You might say we are called by name and called to invite others by name. But you say, okay, Father, that's okay. I understand. I have to evangelize. I, I need to invite others to go to the church. How the main point is connected with this Sunday's scriptures? How is connected? Well, the first reading says, I have called you by name though you knew me not. So God is calling to Cyrus, who is a non-Israelite. We can say this. We can say this demonstrates that God reaches beyond the expected boundaries of who's in and out. In the second reading, St. Paul says, For for our gospel did not come to you in word alone, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with much conviction. It's like when you invite others, the Holy Spirit come upon you, right? And he's going to help you to invite others. A great example of effective evangelization, this about now in the gospel, beautiful gospel, right? Then repay, Jesus says, then repay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and to God what belongs to God. We may say that we ourselves belong to God. We owe God everything and we are called to bring others into the church family. This is evangelization. 
But you say, okay, Father, you say that we belong to God, we, we know that. How to explain that to others? Well, just remember the, the book of Jeremiah, when God the Father told Jeremiah, before God formed you in the womb of your mom, I knew you. We may say, God made me, God, God created me. That's why I belong to him. He made me, right? So I know that. So how do we bring others into the church? How do we bring others into the church on Sundays, right? Well, I may say this. When you give a testimony about faith, when you articulate your own faith story, Pope Paul VI in his Apostolic Exhortation Evangelium Nunciandi, which means in proclaiming the gospel, says, those who have received the good news and who have been gathered by it into the communion of salvation can and must communicate and spread it. It's like when you go out, right, after mass, it's like the desire to spread the word of God, that encounter, when you listen to the word of God or when you receive the body of Christ, you have an encounter with Jesus Christ. And sometimes we need to say that our joy, our happiness by receiving the body of Christ, listening to his word. Uh, two weeks ago, I, I was on silent retreat at Mandalay in seminary. I recall that on the first day of my retreat, my spiritual director gave me a powerful gospel, gospel reading. Uh, it was uh, the gospel of St. Luke, chapter 12, verse 1 to 7. In that gospel passage, Jesus says at the beginning, there is nothing concealed that will not be revealed nor secret that will not be known. It is at the beginning, right? And the last part of that gospel struck me. Listen, are not five sparrows sold for two small coins? Yet no one of them has escaped the notice of God. Even the hairs of your head have all been counted. Even the hairs of your head have all been counted. Do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. It is beautiful to believe that God has this level of care and knowledge about us. This is about God's intimate knowledge. Some people know my middle name. If I ask you, probably you know my middle name, right? Probably, probably. Some people know my middle name, my nationality. They say, you are from Philippines. No, I'm not from Philippines. I'm from Mexico, right? Some people know my eye color, my birthday. Very few people know my blood type. That's okay, makes sense. But the father alone numbers the hairs on my head. 
It's like he knows, right, if I touch this one, probably it's 100. If I go this day, probably this side is like 150. He knows that. He knows that, right? But what is the meaning of this? Hmm? What is the meaning of this? This is deeply personal knowledge, and it shows intense care. He loves me, he cares for me, he loves you, he cares for you. How many people know the number of hairs on your head? God does, huh? God does. God knows every detail about you, about me. Your likes, dislikes, personal characteristics, locations, family, and so much more. He is an expert on you, on me. He could write a book about you. Huh? What a beautiful, right, to read your book about you. There are over 8 billion people on earth, and he knows you personally, completely. I say it is true. When I was on my silent retreat two weeks ago, I really enjoyed to be and acknowledge his presence. And I received healing, healing in many ways, uh, a part of my life. That's what I say. Every time when I go there, I know that Jesus is waiting for me and he is gonna do, I'm gonna receive many blessings, right? And if you, and I, I, I wanted to say, how to express this? How to express my joy to be there with Jesus Christ? And I found, it was today when we were singing the responsorial Psalm, Psalm 63. Listen, you can see in your worship page, is it, oh God, you are my God. I will always praise you. In the shadow of your wings, I cling to you and you hold me high. He knows me. He knows me. Through the day you walk with me, all night your love surrounds me. To the glory of your name, I lift my hands, I sing your praise. And the last part, I will never be afraid, for I will not be abandoned, even when, you, even when the road grows long and weary, your love will rescue me. If you believe this with all your heart and mind, joy and happiness come, because you know that you don't alone, you don't walk alone in this uh, uh, in, this, in this journey, faith journey, right? Nobody knows how many hairs he has upon his own head, but the very hair, but the very hairs of your head are all numbered by one who knows us better than we know ourselves. The gospel reading that my spiritual director gave me on a silent retreat made me feel loved by God. 
I really believe that Jesus, Jesus was there for me, knows me, and loves me. I have shared with you one of the many blessings I received in my retreat. This is my testimony of faith. This is my testimony of faith. What about yours? Huh? What about yours? Um, when I was studying English 10 years ago at public school in downtown Chicago, my teacher told me, don't talk about religion, don't talk about politics, don't talk about money. I said, okay, fine. But now, I don't think so, right? Because if I talk with people like, like yourselves, with parishioners, if, I, if family is inviting for dinner, I will express my feelings. I'm gonna share with them what I received from Jesus Christ. So my friends, I encourage you to share graces you receive. When you go to the church, right? I'm sure that when you have an encounter with Jesus Christ through the gospel, when you receive communion, you feel loved by God. That's why you are here today. Then you want to share that great love with your family, relatives, friends. It will be enough to know that our Father in heaven loves us deeply, knows us fully, perfectly, governs us completely, and cares for us with fatherly concern. Friends, we are called by name, and we are called to invite others by name.